Hey everybody, so this is the final episode of this first season of the year. Uh, we'll be back soon. Next season is going to be slightly different. At the moment, the plan is to do two connected arcs, each five episodes long, rather than a full ten-episode connected arc. It's something new, it should be a lot of fun. We're preparing that now, we're getting the work done. So we're taking a few weeks off between this season and that. Uh, in the meantime though, when we're taking the time off, you don't need to. There'll still be weekly releases on this feed, fun bonus things, things that are slightly different, uh, maybe even a couple of guest rooms that are fitting in between seasons. We're not sure yet, we'll see how it goes. But rest assured, there'll be something new every week for you to listen to. The other fun new thing that you can do, if you are looking for another way to support the show and to, I don't know, get a cool new hat or something, you can buy some Escape This Podcast merch. We have a link in the show notes below and on our main website, consumethismedia.com, where you can buy, at the moment, a whole variety of various hats and shirts and mouse pads and phone cases and notebooks and stickers, uh, all with the Escape This Podcast logo on them. It's a fun way to support us and get cool things for yourself. So if you want a fun t-shirt, a hoodie, a dress covered in lots and lots of tiny little Escape This Podcast logos, you can get them all at the link in the show notes. Buy them for a friend. You know, have Christmas in July just so you can buy them cool Escape This Podcast stuff. There'll be more added to that as time goes by. If you have any cool suggestions for merch, send them our way. Uh, next step's probably a cool always-check-the-door design. All right, well, that's all. Let's get into this fun podcast, This Escape. All right, bye, everybody. Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. You did it, Eden Campbell, congratulations! We you did. made it, we you did. stopped the arsonist, you got piles of doubloons out of it. So many doubloons! <laughs> Love it. Mate, can I just say, that was absolutely amazing. That was so, Thank you so much for putting that together. That was a blast. Like I, I haven't had so much fun like dealing with an arsonist before. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I dealt with a lot of arsonists. Yeah. <laughs> it's all doom and gloom, but that was quite whimsical. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> that was fun. That was so good fun. It was lovely to have you. You guys both did really well getting through it. I'm I'm really interested to talk about later, but I want to talk about one fundamental like. I think there's like one learned skill that people get where they do a bunch of escape rooms. And I think it made like the difference between like the play test and your version of this. I want to, I'll get to it later. Okay. Um, but, but it's just curious. an interesting thing, but I think ignoring you guys really a well. fundamental clue and then trying to say <laughs> that Eden did that. To <laughs> oh, yes. In my head. So that was, that was so wild. Cause, cause you're like, cause yeah, we, we knew and you said that. Yeah, and... You went, you said like, Oh, I've started listing those suburbs, but obviously it's just about <laughs> the red houses. But, but what is wild mm -hmm. is when in the play test, I did the exact opposite, which is I went, I heard the first suburb, which was West whatever, and then I did not hear 
at all that all of the houses were red. Red houses? I didn't notice oh, the red houses Bill. at all. So I just went west Bill. this place, east this place, south. I wrote them all out. And then right at the end of the room, I was like, how am I going to figure this out? Like, I've got all the my colors. clues for the map. Uh, but it could be any of these houses. And Danny's like, could it be? Maybe you've missed something. Maybe there was something that you wow. put aside that you didn't think about. And I went back and noticed that they were all red houses. And I had the exact opposite problem. That is amazing. Mm. And it was the same It was the same clue, though. It was the, the TV same clue. clue. Oh, man. That was fantastic. No, we were <laughs> definitely onto that. We're more color. You see me, Campbell? We're more color people <laughs> yeah. than, com- than compass people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I've always said that. Compass, get it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Colors, <laughs> bathe me in them. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was just, yeah, it was really fun. I've loved, um, yeah, the numbers, like the lock stuff was really great. I loved, oh, man. The, yes, um, I do I do have in my notes that your name is now Eden Mr. Spinlock Porter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Spinny to his friends. Yeah, Spinny. Spinny. Spino, um, if you're Australian, Australian friends. But it's, it's a funny, I always find that funny when, um, you stop looking at something for a little bit and then go back to it, and then it's like almost instantaneous. Yeah, like that that latter one we were looking at, mm. going, uh, "This is I don't know, yeah. I don't know about this." And then literally, as soon as we brought it back up, I was like, "Oh, jump on the bed!" Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it yeah, great. it was it was very funny because yeah, that one is just read the letters and it's right there. But because you know there are other puzzles in the room that you haven't solved that are all letter based. Yeah. So that was immediately where your head jumped. Yeah. 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 Quick quick call out to the fact that we had a bunch of letters and we said if you rearrange one you've got own heel instead of the, <laughs> the more obvious on wheel. <laughs> Which didn't need any rearranging. No rearranging at all. No, it just it was happened. In- um, no, that is, but that is, that is also interesting with that, with the latter idea, right? The one of being able to come back to it and, and just get it on a re, uh, on, mm. on like, as soon as you re-examine it is like, we do that occasionally because we've played a lot of like puzzle games mm. and things yeah. on, on Twitch or doing, uh, and, a whole, and like a whole bunch of those things. And I think we started getting to that point sometimes where we'll see something like that and be like, I haven't solved this yet. Let's leave it and come yeah. back to it, and maybe our brains will have reset mm. and we'll suddenly be able to get it. Because it does happen so often. It does happen. It yeah, is like a nice tool to use to just be like, oh, I th- almost have this. I'm not going to look at it for 10 minutes, and I'm going to come back, and it's going to just be there. I'm going to see it. And then once you come back, you see it so fast that you have to abuse yourself for a little while. Yeah. For <laughs> <the excuses. laughs> I'm such a fool. <laughs> so yeah, my, 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 yeah. I would say my favorite character was the theatre attendant that, uh, that helped me <laughs> from the forest. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, 10 points. Yeah, 10 yeah. points to the theatre attendant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll split the, deb- the balloons with her. She's still yeah. on hold somewhere. <laughs> so what, what was on the ladder? What did yeah. you find on the ladder? Tell me. And then she's like, I'll go back to my house. I live between the school and the shops in the red house. <laughs> I hope no one's burning it. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, great. Was there any puzzle, like you said, mentioned a few already, was there any particular one where you felt smart and glowingly rewarded once you had done it. You felt really good about yourself. Oh, mate. So I, I think when we got the chair, when the chairs clipped back yeah. and, we, and, we, and we were like, we, boom, we, this we, is we it. both like, immediately knew for some reason it was the spin dial. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just love, yeah, love that. Incidentally, that really thank you so much for your hesitation with pressing the alarm button because like, it still would have been fine, but you hadn't actually looked at the couches yet. So you just would have seen them for the first time in these weird, awkward positions weird as positions. opposed to yeah. getting the change. And yeah. it's fine for that to happen, but I'm very glad that it worked out that way. to see it the like, appropriate way. Billy in the playtest never looked at the pole. 
Yes, I didn't know the pole was closed oh. off before I did that. Um, before he the thing saw that the directions. So Danny was like, oh. oh, you've pressed all the buttons and the the, the pole thing like opens up. I was like, oh, I guess it was closed. Presumably, yeah. right. Bill, you were like we were last week, saving the pole for the end for the celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to look at it. Um, I, I will really, say, I'm, actually... In terms of things that that you that like make you come off as smart or that you should feel proud about, I think Cambo. I was very impressed with the swiftness with which you saw the phonetic alphabet. Yeah, in that that's note. right. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were just like yeah. yanked. That's Yankee. All right, Dude, like you got that straight away. That was very impressive. That's, that was that, instantaneous. Well, that, that, yeah. That's from my other life driving long haul trucks along the coast of Australia. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you have? Did, did, but did you know? Did you just know that straight away, Campbell? Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't that's know great. why that so instantly. It was actually um, Romeo that set it off for some reason. Yeah. Mm, opposite name. Yeah, Go yeah. Once Romeo. I had Romeo, and then I looked up, and there was Alpha. That that's and then it's just have. like yeah. golf and yeah, yeah whiskey. Mm. Um, it is yeah, interesting that was... the ones that that, that make that because I think when I did it, I started from the beginning. I saw golf, and I went, "Oh, golf!" For some reason, I immediately went NATO phonetic alphabet. Just the word yeah, golf. Really, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's it, well, golf. Yeah. Golf, bravo. I don't yeah. play, but I do a lot of puzzles. So, that's, uh... <laughs> Well, that does that that does feel puzzly. Like they use that mm. alphabet quite a bit, I think. Um, yeah. And it's one of those got? things where when you recognize the, if you do know the native phonetic alphabet, recognizing those words, it becomes pretty quick to see what's happening. But if you don't know the phonetic alphabet, it's still doable because it's just the first letters of them. That's yeah. also true. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's true. That's why it fits yeah, in nicely. Yeah. Ah, it yeah, rewards the different knowledge levels. Mm. And then, yeah, I, I really liked um, uh, just downstairs with the um, the uniforms and then figuring out oh. the people whose uniform yeah. was which one. I thought that was that was brilliant. That was really just fun. like who's Thank like Campbell, you, you for you got, how you well got, you did at that. That was Cam. Like you got the the worn pockets. Yep. Like boom, straight yep. away. Yeah, well. appreciate that, that a lot. Now I think yeah. one thing that maybe didn't get uh, uh, noted appreciably in that one was that the cleaner for the week was Neil. Yeah, you yeah. you definitely got yeah. that. But yeah, no, I don't think it you got sort mentioned of went very unsaid. explicitly to the audience because yeah, it was the metho made yeah. you think, well this is Neil. But yes. then it's also, yeah. well that's also the cleaner. Uh, and we didn't get to, to kind of make yeah. a note of it. But I got so stuck on that because I was like, how could it be the cleaner? When it's already Neil, I've already yeah. given him a role. The role is Neil. <laughs> like, but there is that thing of like everyone yeah. needs its own thing. Like each one is its own section. You very rarely have yeah. something that's like double. And the fact up that like it was that. two from the same section because it was Neil is the cleaner. The cleaner. You've got to yeah. double stuff up, otherwise you could just be guessing them yeah. in an order. Yeah, I thought that was really, ah, that was really the old fun. We, <laughs> and we did change the wording of that slightly a little. Uh, from oh, yeah? the playtest. So when I did it, it was the cleaners' buttons, Neil's shoes. The oldest, and then we change it to this week's cleaners buttons, just to make it seem oh, like make it, the idea that it it's can a rotating, rotate to rotate. make everyone feel mm. fair game. Yes. That is I think to yeah. me, I was like, one man is the cleaner, one <laughs> yes. man has been here for a long time, and one, one man is, is the Neil. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, and so we, we, I think, I don't know if that would have made a difference to you, but it, it would have made it to me. So we changed it up a little bit. And added no, that even, bit even of... you just saying it then, like the, the cleaner does make you think that there is like a little janitor cleaner, yeah. Yeah. like guy, like it does. Like I'm yeah. the cleaner. Yeah. But, uh, I like that. Uh, yeah. I think you did really well. I remember I had, um, oh, I want to talk about the, the difference. I think there is, this is, there's this one skill that I think people learn in escape rooms and I think it would have made your 
solving much smoother. And I think there is a thing that you get from experience with escape rooms, which is being able to quickly identify when a puzzle is solvable. When you yes. have without, enough information. Without trying to. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one of these things like, like that. Yeah. when you looked at the map, like there's a feeling of like, this is a puzzle. Let's try and solve it. Solve it. Yep. Um, and, and I feel like for me, like doing the playtesting, I looked at the map early on and I went, this is a map. I'm going to get clues for this later. Yeah, this won't have yeah. a solution. It is an and, and, and when we got instinct. one clue, it was like red houses. Okay, well, one, two, three. Okay, there's a lot of red houses. There'll be something else to narrow this down yeah. later. So yeah. I spent a lot less time looking at the map because I could recognize when I had like, oh, this gives me two or three options. Well, that's unsolvable because I don't know yet how to, uh, something else will narrow this down. Yes. And and the I think that's a, like a a learned thing for it because there's a certain language of escape rooms that you know the way things are. Uh, the more you do them, the more you can be like, there's going to be a cipher for this or this is going to have like mm. a couple more. Like I've got two clues. It looks like I'll probably need two more. So I'll leave it until I found them. And I think it's this kind of thing that you learn. And I was, because I always find that's the opposite with like, when I do, when we do like really complicated puzzles, like puzzle hunt puzzles, mm. where they, they'll just give you a sheet of paper with some names on it and they'll be like, go. go for and it, it's the yeah. sort of thing that if I saw it in an escape room, I would have been like, I'm going to need something else. But in that context, they're like, no, no, no. Every piece of information is contained in this list of words and you just go, what are you talking about? <laughs> and those I will solve, I, I would look at in the same way that you looked at the map. I'd be like, this must be solvable. So I'm just going to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig until I find where I could possibly get an entry point. But I've learned when not to do that in escape room contexts. So it was interesting to see because like you approach that map the way like I would puzzle. approach yes. like an insane like mystery hunt puzzle. Whereas in escape room, I would know not to do it that way. And it's... And it's kind of just like a learned language thing. It's it's yeah. it's funny when you get those kind of skills where where they are so inherent to someone that does it so often. I had a similar thing, slightly unrelated. Uh, I don't play many video games, but my partner does. She really loves them. And I was playing, uh, I think it was like the latest Guardians of the Galaxy game. And I was stuck in this one part, walking around in circles for ages and ages, and I didn't know what to do. And she's literally like, that part's glowing. Like that part over there, that's glowing. You go that's to that That's the language of video games. Yeah. But I, don't, I, I didn't know that enough to know, oh, well, yeah. that's obviously where I need to go. Yeah. Mm. It's a similar thing where, yeah, you would have gone, clearly a second part to this puzzle, I'll move on. But us, we're yeah. sitting there with, not with, with a glowing section over there, not realizing. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it was, is... uh, yeah, yeah, that's it really, yeah. It's really interesting when you when you start thinking about it like that. And, and especially for us, I think we burnt a lot of time on that map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, a lot. And look, I'm sure for people listening at home, you don't think it's quite as much time as they did spend on it. It's been cut down a little. <laughs> yes, uh, but, yeah, it's good. We went to sleep but... and came back. This is a several-day <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And I could just imagine you guys watching us being like, they're still on the map. They're they're still on the map. I tend not to do it so much as that. But if you look at something, I'm going, oh, no, they shouldn't be looking at this. They're going to find puzzles and solutions to things I didn't plan there. Oh, God, what if my clues weren't incremental enough and they can solve it all right now? Here's a question Uh, for you, Danny. Was there a point you thought we were going to go right off the trail and then we came back and you're like, oh, thank God they didn't decide to count the, the legs on the chair for too long? 
No, I look. Anytime you started counting numbers of houses, and I went, "Oh no, the only way that's relevant is for the odd number of houses clue, houses. which they're not going to get for ages." Yeah. Oh no, they're going to count things, and as soon as counting stuff comes in, you start to worry because, like, I knew that there were seven previous victims, and that was basically the only important number in the room, which means that if I've accidentally put a seven somewhere else, <laughs> then, then that makes connections yeah. happen. Like even then, you said there were eight little lines on the spinny lock, and I just. Threw Rule A for oh. no reason said that the receptionist chair had eight <laughs> legs <laughs> to said be that funny. Chair had eight legs. I was so worried God. that they were going to get stuck on that forever. <laughs> I was just, oh, I was like, why so did she say eight legs? Yeah, no, nah, the more numbers you put in the room, and the luckily worse. you saw you ignored it. Yeah, solved the lock, but then like fifty minutes later said. Wait, that chair had eight legs. Do you reckon that has to do with that lock that we already opened? <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, don't worry. They've already opened it now. They can't get obsessed. <laughs> but I was so worried earlier on. Oh, my God. That's that's so good. Um, oh. No, I, look, I, I, so I play tested this as well just recently. I, I think it was a lot of fun as a room because um, I don't know what they are before I do the play test. Like I come into them as, as blind as you do as guests. And uh, I, I thought it was really fun in terms of like it was a, it was like just a very nicely compact sort of room it yeah. didn't feel like it was this like sprawling epic. It was very. Uh, I, I really like. There I could picture too the space, and, but you, but and it just I felt think appropriate. You, Bill, you say that you picture the space, and I think just just something like a fire station, like the inside of a fire station, mm. and you've got those really iconic things in there. And I could really see exactly what that looked like in my head. Like it was super clear. What mm. that I'm room glad because like I watched a freaking YouTube video to see what the inside of a fire station <laughs> looks oh, really? like. But I think it's. I think it's a testament to. Like you've talked about this a lot before, Danny, about the way you design these rooms and these puzzles is that you don't go like, here are the puzzles I want. Let mm. me try and fit them into the room. You go, and make what the stuff is in, in the room? What has to be in yeah. the fire station? Yeah, what goes in a fire station? And then how can I turn that into a puzzle? Yeah. And so it lets us do that as, as players. Great, yeah. It lets us go, oh yeah, the fire, you know, the fire department, I, it's got the pole and, and, and it's got the fire truck and it's got the uniforms hanging up. And I know what that looks like because we're using the same like, mental map of a fire station that Danny is using when yeah. I and did the creation in the first place point and I think that really helps with being out of picture I don't think we've talked about that aspect no, of it before it's an interesting point just, just like, because we all have a quintessential fire station and we can all picture it together and then yes. you can add the puzzles in I like that yeah and there's ghostbusters coming in <laughs> <laughs> I'm always fascinated by like how people make their stuff so Danny do you have like a list of places that you want to make escape rooms in because like one of, one of them recently, if I remember correctly, was in like a dog pound, right? And they were dogs. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. do you just have a master list of like, what can I make an escape room? Or is every single one just what you think of that week? I do have little lists. It's definitely not week by week. Sometimes it's season by season. Like for this whole season, I've had a list of rooms. Like I came up with, I don't know, like eight different settings. And those were just the ones that I've used this season. Somewhere in one of my notebooks, I do have another one that's just every time I think of something, I've added to that list uh -huh. and have gotten through most of them. I think the biggest one that I still haven't used that is sitting on there is Ant Farm. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the one you are can't you a farmer crack, with lots it? of ants, or you are in an oh, ant farm? Are, we, are we ants? Yeah, are I, ants I assume you have to be ants or wasp invaders or something. Oh, oh I love that. so much meaner. <laughs> what about a saloon? A cowboy saloon? Yeah, I haven't done too much in the western side of things, have I? That must the be on my list West. somewhere. Yeah, Rearrange surely. this town so it becomes big enough for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, whatever. Remove all the horses except for one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The interesting part about Billy's playtest of this was when you opened Neil's locker and you got the smell of metho, yeah. you did not just go cleaning. You went, oh, that's fuel for a fire. This guy's yeah, the arsonist. Yeah, I thought it was like going to be like uh, concentrated kind of meth. Uh, like I thought you could start a fire with that. Which made my scolding him at the end during the conclusion for daring to suspect such a thing mm, quite uh, reasonable. Yes, did you put that Why as, you as a bit of a red herring so you would suspect? Or is that something that Bill just threw at you? Or was that, Strangely, or was that the... was, wasn't my, it wasn't my thought at the time by putting metho. I just full on thought of that because that's something I used to clean with a lot. Right. Mm. But yeah. it, I'm glad that it did because I did have the automatic assumption that you're in an arson case you're set at a fire station it's going to turn out to be a firefighter right oh yeah mm. backdraft all the way yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, like a hundred percent that's it in but that was my initial thought i, I like that you took the, this this platform that you have to really advocate that most firefighters in fact aren't arsons and that most of them are just doing their job i thought that was really special well, as as I said uh, during the playtest, uh, it's not safe to say that about policemen these days, <laughs> yeah. but I, yeah. I think firefighters are still okay, yeah. especially in Australia. Yeah. We tend to still view them as good guys. We tend to we tend to quite like them, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that the police have quite a bad PR image now. Mm. I remember a couple of years ago that Watchmen TV series came out and there's a plot line in that, slight spoiler, I guess, of like a white supremacist group in the police and i remember at the time being like oh this is a bit far-fetched and then like two years later you're like <laughs> oh, oh no God. it's not actually it's, this is pretty shockingly fetched. true yeah <laughs> hey Kevin, can i ask uh, um how was your how was your picture for the uh the room my notes what looked is- like the oh, notes yeah, of please. a psychopath it's just like scribbling oh, wow. scribbling everywhere <laughs> This is, this is, this is, oh, can you see, oh no, mine's oh, washed so out. Oh yeah, yours is oh, fine is, Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh no, no, I no, love no. it. Mine's, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, mine, I've been writing. Oh, there we go. That was, that was my, place. that was my fire station. Um, I wrote oh, the word beautiful. fire underneath <laughs> in case I forgot where we were. <laughs> If you ever want to take pictures of those, please do. I have long since not like abandoned our Instagram. I not intentionally. I just mm. don't post things much. But I love having people's pictures of it's great. I'm scared mm. of what someone might psychoanalyze about me from my. Notes. I was really hoping you started saying that you were finding letters that you couldn't remember oh, yeah, yeah. writing. I thought you're going to find a, the killer is inside the down house. Down in the sort bottom corner, I had all these initials down here and up here. Oh yes, and I remember oh, I, I forgot which order they were in. I'm like, are the bottom <laughs> ones the new ones or the top ones the new ones? Why did I do them next to each other? Mate, can I just say I don't think we've mentioned this in the recap, um, but just just the brilliantness of using the word gnarly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. I love it. Why, yeah, why did you pick why gnarly? gnarly? Why gnarly? I love it. Because in my head, before we uh, picked a Patreon donor, this would go to, I had just this character of dropkick named Doug who probably goes surfing when he's not fighting fires. <laughs> and so, he's, oh, so why didn't you use tubular? Mm-hmm. Well, tubular. <laughs> in a way she did because they're the same word as we discovered. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I, did, yeah, I just yeah. looked it up. Yeah, yeah, definition of tubular. <laughs> 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 but oh yeah, so um, thank you to Patreon donor Neil for yeah for for taking Doug's place. Yes, I prefer Neil. If I if you don't mind me saying, I thought Doug Doug yeah. never would have been as good as Neil. No, Neil's <laughs> Neil's Neil's the cleaner of the week. Yeah. <laughs> cleaner of the week is what's uh, the most degrading job you've given to a Patreon donor in a game? Horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, wait. instantly knew it. Said instantly. <laughs> Someone has been a boat. Is that worse? (laughs) 
Someone, uh, uh, someone has been a statue. Someone has been a statue. See, I feel like a boat and a statue have prestige to them. Yeah, it's just, it's the horse. And a it was horse. an angry horse, too. Yeah. It wasn't a very helpful horse. <laughs> it was an angry horse. Just a mean horse. Animals tend to get priority in a lot. Yeah. I have a lot more rooms with animals than with people. <laughs> Love it. Oh, God, that's great. Mate, that was, yeah, it was just, that was just fun. That was yes. just, yeah, it was the and, definition and, of fun. Hey, how timing wise, are we, I felt like we went for, yeah, like, yeah. that, that, there was, yeah. oh, was we went, long. we went it for ages, but luckily, yeah. Other people don't get their plays recorded of these things, so you have no one to compare to except for Billy. And I cheated oh, by doing so many of these. <laughs> That's how I do it every two weeks. And as, yeah, as yeah. someone that also has to edit a lot of like what can be quite un- unwieldy long sessions of podcast, I do feel for you, Bill. When I when I saw we ticked <laughs> over the two hour mark in our raw recording, I don't know what the edit turned out to be. I was like, oh no, he, he's got to get this out soon. <laughs> I, I felt bad. I, I, I honestly felt bad. <laughs> ah, it's fine. Because I just remember when we do cancel move report, I'm like, we're always like, let's keep it to an hour. Yeah. Let's get to an hour. And we're doing it. It starts ticking over the hour mark. We're like, Ooh. oh my God. When we were on, I swear we took many, many hours. Uh, the magic of editing. <laughs> oh dear. The magic of editing. Um, but it's also true. Like, I think there's a thing that happens with these as well where like, Sometimes you're just having a good time and the, and yeah. the episode is, just keeps going. Can I say 100% right? How many of those Margaret the Firsts are going to well, stay in? Oh, I mean, all of them. Everyone has yeah. to listen to that. I mean, who knows whether it remains in the edit, but what a riff we had on local phone numbers. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> you know, you just think it's gold. Even if it doesn't stay in the episode, it's good for the vibes. It's great vibes. <laughs> it's and, good uh, for the you, feel. You hit the nail on the head there. When you're just having fun, you're just in it and you're just mm. you, like, I'm not there going, oh my God, I have to do this. We're running it. Like, this is ridiculous. It's just, you're just having fun. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing about it. It's really um, speaking, not really speaking of. So how did this experience compare to the real world physical escape rooms you've done? Cambo, especially, this is number three. Yeah. And we're, we're, you, you guys were there. So that's very familiar for me. Mm-hmm. Now, but we two, were two semi-antagonistic. Three, two of the three I've been to involve you two. So you're, you're a big component <laughs> to escape rooms for me. Um, I just... Uh, I, okay, I, I feel like I, I, maybe I'm throwing shade at the ones I've been to, but I feel like this had more like sophisticated, interesting puzzles than some of the ones I've been to, Ooh. which is just like, find, find a key somewhere. But it's yeah, also let- true that I think you can get away with the with puzzles that are more simple sometimes in a physical room because finding a key in a physical mm. room. That can feel rewarding. Can yeah. feel very fun to physically do. It's a little harder to sell like, Oh, you open a box and it feels very impressive to open and and it and oh it looks really good. I'm trust me, I'm describing the box looks like it's good. <laughs> like when you're in a physical escape room, sometimes you can get a huge amount of joy from something that mm. in an audio one would feel like you're phoning it in because you've built beautiful props and put it in a cool place and and made the whole thing feel like a, a great moment of taking a key out of a box. Yeah. Like even in this, there are some moments that are fun in this one. Imagine if there were a real physical escape room where you got to use a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that man, would you so would remember fun. that forever. Was it one of your guests recently that talked about having to smash something at the end of escape room? Yes. yes. See, I would That's never have done it in a million right? years. No. I never would have smashed so a statue. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. At the end, yeah, even I, they had to smash like it was at the bust or something, and there was like a key yeah, inside statue. the bust. You smashed yeah. the statue no open. Way. And then it's he terrifying. Said, like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot more like combination locks in physical <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, escape yeah, rooms. Yeah. And, and that's, that becomes a thing. It's just like just figure out the four numbers, and that's what you got to do. Yeah. And then you get the next four numbers. But yeah, doing something like this, you've really got it. You can do a lot more. And I really liked 
like the immersiveness of the narrative in it and being taken mm. on a journey and story. That's what you don't get. Like I feel like in that that sort of same level. Like I really felt like we were trying to trying to stop this yeah. arsonist. Escape room people are always talking about the best ways to incorporate story and how much are people there for the story versus the puzzles. And it's just a constant discussion. Mm. And yeah. it is and it's but it's and again, right, it's one of these medium based things, I think. Like it is easier to fold narrative when you are already doing literal narration, right? When Danny is already talking you through the scene and setting the scene and describing the, it doesn't feel jarring for mm. her to also talk about your motivation, to talk about a character, to have a character set. But if you were doing a physical escape room and you were in a space and then suddenly a voice comes over the loudspeaker and is like, you feel interested in the fact that there is an arsonist in town yeah. and it yeah. makes you feel, you'd be like, get out of here, Doug, shut up, yeah. I'm doing the room, right? Yeah. Like, so you can't, like, Things that work in an audio medium don't work in a physical one because they would feel jarring and additional and like mm. a random extra thing added on. So though storytelling, uh, I feel like we, we have advantages in this medium because it is like you're reading a book. 100%. It's immersive the way a book is, but it also can deliver narrative like a book does. I wonder if we have this entire time, we've talked about this a few times, and I wonder if we've been dismissing like possibly one of the more obvious things for it is that we don't have a time limit. That's also true. Yeah. So people oh, can yeah. Thank sit God and bask us. and think and yeah. chat about what's going and on. I've all, and I've also, that is, the discussion thing is great because even like, I remember being so impressed by the decision making uh, when we were doing uh, Lab Rat in LA, yeah. which is a fantastic room. It's one of the best rooms in LA. It's, it's, it's brilliant. But it has a very pointed moment of being like, hey, there's like a cut scene happening like a video kind of thing to watch while you're solving this puzzle or like after you've solved a puzzle, a video plays and it is the most immersive use of video I've ever seen in an escape room. But they make a note of the timer has stopped. The room time is not counting down while this video is playing. <laughs> yeah. And so you don't feel like you do in all these other escape rooms where it's like a voiceover will happen or a video or you'll hear like a thing and, and you're, you're, to do and you're in the corner of your eye, you're watching yep. the timer tick down <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I've only got 21 minutes. And so you, you want to solve yeah. puzzles because you feel like you're wasting time. Like that, even that sort of freedom of being like, don't worry, the timer has stopped. So the fact that you're not solving puzzles now, you don't need to freak out about it. Like just yeah. watch the video and then when it's done, you can keep going. And even that I thought was so mm. cool. So you're right, no, having no yeah. time, the fact that you can sit and talk about, oh, maybe the arsonist is this person, or maybe we're doing this, or like, and I, I think right. it I impacts think it my ideas yeah. of the at-home style escape rooms as well. Like we haven't, I don't, we haven't done so many of the ones that are game master led at home Zoom games or whatever, because that makes me nervous based on our shows and how we can just riff for two hours during a thing. <laughs> I can't imagine I could ever get one done in a timely manner that a professional game master is trying to keep you on track so they can get onto the next customer compared to like the at home ones where it's just here, take the code and now you can play it at your own Definitely. leisure. Mm, and those nice. ones, I can sit back, I can enjoy the story a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is true. Story, Ugh. it doesn't feel like you're going to get punished for caring about story yeah. by running out of time. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like these that's... ones have more of a narrative than most escape rooms I've done, where it's like a vague concept in an escape room. But this that's one is like we, we were specifically looking for a particular thing. There was a story there. There was characters involved. Yeah, and that is the thing a lot of escape rooms are. They will give you an intro. They will give you a premise to explain why you are in this location, but then the amount, how much they follow through on that story throughout the room can vary place yeah, by place yeah. significantly. Yeah, sure. uh, but I always say, I'm sorry, 
people listening, you'll be sick of hearing me say this by now. I write stories. I don't know how to write puzzles. They just come incidentally. I, this is just a way that I do storytelling. Dan- Danny, this is a wax on wax off situation in The Karate Kid where he thinks he's just waxing, but he's actually learning to defend himself. Ah. You can write puzzles. I, I, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before. <laughs> But, yeah, oh. It's, oh, it's really funny. It just doesn't still feel like me. Like if I'm in a room with people who are actually creating puzzles, I feel this when we have guest GMs come on, I'm completely intimidated by the puzzles they're able to come up with when they're actual puzzle people. Mm. Although I will say we've, we've talked, I've mentioned this on post shows before. We have had at least one moment where you did it at some, a guest GM'd room and afterwards you were like, I can't believe that like they came up with this puzzle. It was so good. I could never come up with a puzzle like that. And then I had to be like, Danny, here is an exact puzzle you wrote from like, <laughs> like last year that was almost ex- the same as that puzzle, like moment for moment, the same Love mechanics, it. the same idea, like done differently. But you have, you have written that puzzle before. Oh, so yeah. it, it definitely has happened. So I think, you, I think maybe you just, uh, you know, you don't believe in yourself. What's well, imposter syndrome? That's because of me constantly belittling yeah. you in our personal life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, fingers crossed that's what it is. But... I hope not. <laughs> but, yeah, if so, it's awfully powerful because, yeah, I just like to sit back and say, no, nope, I'm just writing stories. The puzzles are the last thing I come up with in a room, so they'll just fall where they may. And it's very interesting because, conversely, when I do real escape rooms, I always say, I'm doing it for the puzzles. I'm there because I want to be solving puzzles. <laughs> Story, yeah. Story's great. But I can get story from books and movies and video games. I can get that anywhere. I, I, I want to be solving puzzles. Mm. So, you know, sometimes when you're playing video games, sometimes you want to be immersed in everything. Sometimes you just want to shoot stuff. Yeah. 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 Just want to blow stuff up. Just want to punch yeah. someone's head off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Escape rooms are punching someone's head off for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, well, I think, I think we probably covered most of this room. Like, I, I, it was good. I think it's a lovely way to sort of finish off this arc of or this set of, of escape rooms. Yeah. It's a nice end to the to that to the series. So are you feeling like you want to go back to connected rooms for next season? You know what? That's what I'll have to come up with. We'll figure it out, everybody. Yeah. Everyone listen at home. <laughs> we'll come back with another season later. We'll figure it out. It'll be a surprise. Maybe it'll be connected rooms. Maybe it'll be more standalone rooms. Maybe it'll be two small connected arcs of you know, five I episodes each. That? I was thinking about that today yeah. as well. Be like, we could do like a five episode meta story and then a second five episode it's, meta story. It's interesting. It's not impossible. Maybe that's what it'll be. Mm. You don't know. You'll have to find out, everybody. <laughs> well, speaking of new seasons, we're very early into the latest season of Cancelled Movie Report. Mm. Do you like to tell people where they can find you and Cancelled Movie Report or anything else you might be doing? Yeah, Eden, do you want to take over? Yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, yes, we've got our latest season of Cancel Movie Report, and you can find us uh, on all the Cancel Movie Reports. So we've got what have we got? Uh, YouTube. Yep. We've got, um, oh, yeah, just anywhere you download podcasts. Any, any of your podcatchers of choice will be there. Yeah, podcatchers. Yes, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we're very excited. Season three is uh, in the books. We've got some amazing films lined up for us to uh, look at. Should we give a teaser, Cambo? Should we yeah, tease well, out any of them? Well, I, I might say the, the the favorite one I've done. I really did. We've just released. Batman Year One, which is available now, which is mm. uh, a very interesting, dark, um, <laughs> uh, unex- very dark, unexpectedly dark turn for Batman. And I say that knowing that most Batman films are quote unquote dark, um, but this one's full of like prostitutes and pimps and all kinds. But uh, one of my favorite ones we have upcoming is actually a, a Guillermo del Toro movie called At the mm. Mountains of Madness. Uh, it was his magnum oh, opus oh, oh. and a really interesting story behind the film. 
but also quite a quite an interesting film in itself. It's it's one of those ones where people don't know that much about it, and I think that always makes for a really interesting episode. So that's been my favorite one so far. Yeah, and probably nice. my one, we um, the young J.J. Abrams, uh, fresh off the back of doing uh, Alias, he also wrote a little script called Superman Flyby. Yeah. So that's a very fun one as well, like uh, J.J. doing his own version of Superman there. Yeah. Um, that's, and and yeah. taking, with, that was... without giving away too much, taking, taking some liberties with the text. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, uh, oh. and, and, of course, both of you feature in upcoming episodes. Danny, yes. you're, you're, you're in a few episodes, Batman U1 being one of them. Uh, and, Bill, you, you're actually a, a part of a Marine troop in our Predators episode that's coming up. You have scenes yes. against Arnold Schwarzenegger coming up in one of the episodes. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yes, who yeah. will win? <laughs> I mean. And we, we will come back as many times as you will take us. <laughs> and we're, and we're, exactly. we'll use you. We'll use you. Don't yes. worry about that. <laughs> Feel free. Uh, look, yeah, we've we've said this last episode for the main room, but yeah, look, Council Movie Report is one of our favourite shows. It's very well made. It's so fun to listen to. They're such interesting stories, and the scene recreations are so good. They they give they have proper foley work and sound, and and they just they they're very. It doesn't feel like just let me read you a section of the script right now. It it is a really fun experience and have them cut in that way. It's a fantastic show. If you're listening, go and check it out. Listen to the current season. Go back. Listen to the first two seasons. They're all fantastic. Uh, so I, I will say a, a connective thread. I think if people quite like the theater of the mind aspect of this show in mm. which you're kind of imagining uh, these yes, scenes. I would say that it's a similar thing with Cancel Movie Report where where you can kind of imagine and hopefully picture these movies that never, ever got made as well. Definitely. Mm. I also, I, I want to thank you guys so much. We, we've been podcasting for a little while through Cancel Movie Report, but even before in my other podcast, Reddit on Reddit, you guys since day one that we met you have been so supportive of everything that we've done and like indie <laughs> podcasts and Australian indie podcasts specifically. And you guessed it, no questions asked on Cancel Movie Report when we asked you, like, sight unheard at that point. So thank you for, <laughs> for everything that you guys have done for us. You've been nothing but supportive for us for all these years. Aw, that's well, so nice. Well, good. We're all helping each other. <laughs> now we just, we just have to move our money around so we can give to your Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's all. We'll be there soon. But, um, man, we, we love doing this escape room yeah, and yeah. we'd be ha happy to come back at any other stage. You've got any other touch. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll get quicker. We'll definitely get quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a trip to Melbourne because we've only done, like, one escape room in Melbourne. We've still got plenty oh, that we got to do. You're going to love yeah, our yeah, studio. It's a grid. More. You're going to love it. Bloody yeah, grid yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bloody grid livers. <laughs> come down. Come down. We've got plenty down here. We, we'll, 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 we'll tee it up. It should be lovely. Uh, wonderful. And for people at home, uh, if you wanted to support more of what we're doing, first of all, tell a friend. Go tell someone you know or mm. about the show. Jump on Reddit and be like, hey, r slash podcasts, listen to this cool show. Just anywhere. It always helps, things like that. Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word about a podcast. After that, you can leave a review. I haven't called for reviews for, I mean, I think years. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> leave a review on Apple podcasts or wherever else you, you can, can rate on reviews. spotify now you can rate on yeah. spotify go on spotify and rate me uh, <laughs> rate bill not the show rate yeah. bill <laughs> rate me <laughs> um uh, and then the most tangible support that you can give is to sign up for the patreon uh the patreon is uh where anybody who wants to support this show where or other shows like solve this murder uh can support us and help keep this little network of shows that we that we make going 
Uh, it's the best way to support not just us, but it's to help out the other people who are listening to the show for free and they want good quality stuff and you can help us reliably make good quality shows. Uh, anybody who signs up at any level can appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms. Uh, so, yep, for this one, that was Neil Patrick Harris. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're, you're, <laughs> now, you're now a fireman, as well as many other times you've appeared on the, the show in The person. tubularist of firemen. You're the, you're the, the most tubularist. gnarly fireman the world's ever seen. Uh, and there are also bonus episodes. If you want to hear me do the playtesting of this room, the bonus episodes are available for any of our $5 and up donors, as well as a series where I solve murder mysteries. We, together, we solve little two-minute murder mysteries uh, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff and any extra weird... But there's a recent episode of going through S.S. Van Dyne's 20 Rules to Write a Murder Mystery and comparing them with 12-year-old Danny's 18 rules to write a how to host a murder. One of which very was your mystery has to have a ladder. There you go. Oh, well, very important mystery. There we go. Uh, very important rules. So that's available for, for any $5 donors. There are badges for $10 donors and other fun, cool stuff. Uh, and it's a nice community of people. So definitely, if you can, uh, go and support us there. It's a great way to get more out of the show and to make us happy. Uh, all right. <laughs> to, to make us do more stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> to make... it, it definitely makes me feel like i got to do more yeah, stuff. You feel more there's, obligated. There's a bonus episode. Yeah. There is a new piece of bonus audio every week for our patrons. So if you want an extra weekly show, it's called our Patreon feed. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, Eden and Cambo, for coming on. It thank was you so much. It was so much fun. Enjoy. That was so fun. All right. And thank you, Danny, for writing such a fun room. Woohoo. Uh, this is the end of this season. Next week, there'll be something. You'll yeah, still be we'll getting weekly more. episodes and fun things. Uh, and there'll just a bit of a lull in escape room, or new escape rooms until uh, next season starts. We'll keep you all informed. Yeah, I've there'll been be scrambling cool to write them. I need, I need a little gap so that I can actually be more prepared this time. Some breathing room. <laughs> We're making games here, everybody. It's a lot of effort. All right. Thank you, everybody. Let's all say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Princess. Yay. Play school. Bye.